0: This is NEPM's Valley Voices Summer Shorts Podcast. I'm Dave Fromm from Longmeadow, and this is my story, Bump in the Night. This is a story about a time last January when I accidentally checked myself in to the most haunted bed and breakfast in Mississippi. I told it as part of the Valley Voices Story Slam, where the theme was just the one word, nope. I'm still new to live storytelling, and one of the things I learned in the experience was to put more trust in the audience. There's a line in my story that gets a laugh, and I'm not going to tell you what the line is, but I have a line right after it that also gets a laugh. But in the telling, the audience didn't need the second line, and it was funnier without it, and in retrospect, I should have had more faith in what we had going and not felt the need to overdo it but I guess that's part of learning how to tell a story in front of an audience. I'm really grateful for the opportunity and I really hope you enjoy the story. Uh, Back in January, I had to drive from New Orleans to Memphis and it's about a six hour drive. And I was leaving uh, late on a Sunday afternoon and I'd never been to the South, so I decided to go halfway and then stop for the night. Uh, What was in the middle? Vicksburg, Mississippi. Vicksburg is a a big town on a bluff overlooking the river and it had been the site of a pretty gnarly siege during the Civil War back in the summer of 1863. Uh, I didn't know a lot about that siege as a northerner but apparently it's pretty important to Vicksburg still. When I told my wife I was gonna stop for the night she said "Uh, don't screw around, stay in a chain. But I said no, I wanna have an authentic experience. Fortunately for me, Vicksburg is home to a small family of boutique bed and breakfasts. The centerpiece of which is a big antebellum uh, a place called the Duff Green Mansion. Uh, and it felt a little bit extravagant to stay in a mansion just me for one night for about eight hours. But the folks who ran the Duff Green also ran a smaller B and B right nearby called Halpino. It sounded Italian. It was not. But a room cost $85 and came with breakfast. So I booked it. When I arrived in Vicksburg, it was raining and the sun had just gone down. It's an old, old town uh, and the streets were empty. I had the codes to the Halpino lockboxes on my phone. My phone was dying because I didn't have the right cable for the uh, rental car. And the, the combination of the dying phone and the empty streets made everything feel spooky and desperate felt so spooky that whenever I would see somebody in the streets, I'd be like, Who the hell is that guy? What's he doing? So I got into the, uh, the Halpino was a a one-story brick building. It looked like in a previous life, it might have been a dentist's office or a a law firm that uh, specialized in wills. And I got in, I got in just before my phone died. And there were five guest rooms in Halpino and four of them were empty. It was just me. In fact, the whole place was empty. And they didn't want to just sit there in this empty law firm for the whole night, so I drove over to the mansion because that's what I thought they'd maybe have a restaurant or a bar, and that's where they were going to have breakfast the next day. Uh, and when I pulled o- when, when when I drove over, um, it was dark and the wind had picked up, and the and the mansion was the only place in Vicksburg with the lights on. I pull up and it's a three-story building. It's gorgeous. It has wraparound porches and wrought iron railings and these big, huge doors. Uh, And I walk up to the door, and I try it, and it is open. And I step into this long hallway decorated with paintings and statues and and confederate paraphernalia. And there's a a sitting room that's uh, beautiful, and there's a dining room where the tables are set, and it is entirely empty. There is nobody there. And I'm starting to freak out. I say, hello? No answer. I walk through uh, the hallway to this balcony at the back that overlooks a small patio. That's empty, too. Then I hear a voice say, can I help you? And I almost jump off the balcony. <laughs> and right below me is a, a, an old woman sitting in a lawn chair next to a running laundry machine. And she has a plastic, a plastic basket of linens next to her. And I say, oh, um, I'm just uh, I'm staying over at the Halpino. I thought I would check out the mansion. And she says, oh, are you Mr. David? And I said, "Uh, yeah, I suppose I am. And she said, how is it over there? And I said, well, it's a little lonely, you know, it kind of feels like a law firm. She goes, well, it was a law firm until the lawyer died. (laughs) And I said, I said, did he die there? And she said, well, I think maybe he did. So I thought about that for a second. And then I said, is it possible that I could just upgrade to a room here at the mansion for the night? And she said, yeah, I I think you can. We have no one else staying here. (laughs) So she made a call and she talked to somebody and she said, for $20 extra, I can stay in the Little Annie Suite. Little Annie Suite is a small room on the ground floor under the kitchen and it has a a four poster bed. I said, sounds great. Um, And so I go to the Little Annie Suite and I close the door and I lock it. And I toss my coat over one of the bedposts and then I get on the internet and that was a mistake. Because what I learned is that during the siege of Vicksburg, the owners of the Duff Green Mansion were so desperate to stop it from getting bombed by the, by the Union artillery that they turned it into a field hospital for both Union and Confederate soldiers. And they operated upstairs in the dining room. And when the operations didn't go well, they put the bodies in the kitchen. Uh, the place is full of ghosts. There's blood in the floorboards. Uh, Uh, Confederate soldiers, family members, servants, and of course the ghost of little Annie Who was uh, six years old when she passed away. In fact, according to (laughs) TripAdvisor.com I have upgraded to the most haunted bed-and-breakfast in Mississippi (laughs) Imagine how haunted you have to be to be the most haunted bed and breakfast in Mississippi. I mean, that's like, that's like you take the most haunted bed and breakfast in Vermont and cube it. So anyway, I, I go to bed and around 4 a.m. I wake up shivering and there is a hooded figure looming over my bed and I'm about to lose my shit until I realize it's the coat that I had hung. <laughs> I would hung on the (laughs) bedpost, and then I'm annoyed, and I'm like, you know, come on, I'm an adult. This this whole ghost business, this is marketing, but I really can't fall back to sleep, so I stay awake until morning, and when morning comes, I go upstairs to the uh, dining room, and there's a young woman there, and she's serving breakfast, and she says to me, "Uh, you want coffee? And I said, yes, I would like coffee. And when she brings it over, I say, can I ask you a question? Have you ever seen any ghosts here? And she goes, of course not. And I said, you know, I didn't think so. And then I said, is it possible that I could leave a note for the laundry lady? Because she was really helpful last night. And she said, for who? Thank you. That was Dave Fromm with his classic ghost story, Bump in the Night. I'm Katie Wright. I'm the producer of NEPM's Valley Voices podcasts. Along with the Academy of Music, we host story slams throughout the year. Want to stay in touch? Join the Valley Storytelling Community Facebook page. That's where you can watch our stories on YouTube and find info on other area storytelling events and our next Valley Voices Story Slam season. See you next week for the next episode of NEPM's Valley Voices Summer Short Series.